the school is out. Which means it's time for Chai Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids show. This is Chai Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Bria Katz and I'm 11 years old. So coming soon on the Chai Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Constable Lucky. How do you pronounce your last name? Matome. Matome. Not met home. Matome. Matome. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Good. Okay. He is a police spokesperson. What do you know about police officers? Just stay tuned on 101.9 Chai FM and you will soon find out. Also, on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a Chakids riddle to challenge your brain. You can win a Shubi Doop Shlomi CD. So stay tuned and you don't want to miss the Chakids show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you just want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019 and please sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very exciting show on Chai Kids today. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Bria Katz and I'm 11 years old. I have Constable Lucky Matumui. Matumo. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Just mesmerize it. It's okay. <laughs> with, with me in studio. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061 895 1019. Good afternoon, Constable Lucky. Afternoon to you too and the listeners. Thank you. Okay, what are your roles and responsibilities as a police officer? Um, I'm from a very different field um, called um, communications. Um, what I normally do on a daily basis, I do media monitoring at my station level and I also... Um, issue your press releases, media statements. Um, if there are inquiries from media, I handle those inquiries. And I also speak on behalf of my principal, which is my station commander. Oh, wow. Okay. So what is media management, though? Um, what normally happens there is you'll find that there is a banning issue or there are issues that uh, are of public interest. Um, that you'll find uh, media personnel wants to get more uh, information in regards to that. What I'll do is, or what they will do is, they will come to me or contact me for more details, and then I will fish for more information, and then my job is to give it to them. Oh, okay. And media monitoring is just to check what is online, um, what is on the papers about my station, um, what's on TV about my station, what's on social media about my station, anything that is uh, what we call negative publicity, I handle that. Positive publicity, I acknowledge it by uploading um, the journalist in uh, um, in that regard. Wow, quite interesting. Hey? Beautiful, not, what you, <laughs> not what you think of when you think police officer, eh? Um, most people tend to think that police officers are all about guns, boots and bulletproofs and vans and, you know, serious stuff. But you do find a lot of um, careers within SAPS. Um, for example, we've got broadcasting. Um, people like you, 
um, that uh, sits in Centurion uh, when duty calls that does broadcasting. We've got um, um, editors like your gentleman next to you there, um, you know, people that make sure that whatever that comes out comes out proper. You know, uh, it's very informative, uh, not offensive. Um, we've got psychologists within the, the organization. We've got um, teachers, people that teaches the police officers. You know, when you go to a police college, um, you go there blank, you know, empty. When you get there, we've got people that will make sure that you know your law, you know your policing, you know everything about SAPS. Um, we've got paramedics within SAPS. We've got pilots. We've got engineers. Um, we've, we've got a lot, plenty. We are a small government, you know, if you have <laughs> to say so. <laughs> okay. So what do the psychologists even do? I know it's a bit off the line, but what do they do? Um, what normally happens, remember, um, we, we've got uh, foot soldiers, those police officers that would normally go out and prevent crime. They come across um, gruesome scenes. You know, sometimes it's, it's a bit heavy for them to handle. That's when now the psychologist comes in, you know, to, to, to ensure that they, they, they cancel them, they give them proper counseling, take them through so that they get used to um, what would be their normal uh, uh, day at work, you know. And to extend it, um, they go as far as ensuring that your family members are also catered for. Because sometimes you'll find that Constable Matome saw this gruesome scene. And when I get home, now I'm depressed, you know, I tend to, you know, answer my wife anyhow, you know, treat my kids anyhow because of what I saw, you know. So they make sure that um, also our family members are catered for. Wow. Okay. Beautiful, ne? Mm-hmm. You mentioned SAPAS, something like that. What does it stand for? South African Police Service. Oh, it's okay. an abbreviation for South African Police Services. I should have worked that out for myself. Yeah, and I've got an answer for your question. What runs but doesn't work? Okay, not yet. Okay. <laughs> we want to wait for people to answer. You can't give us the answer yet. Sorry, we have to give other people to <laughs> But I'll like you your answer yep. when it's time for the riddle. Yep. Okay, just remind me. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And what training do you have to come through? Do do you have to go under? For one, to become a police officer. Okay. Um, before you go to training, you need to apply. Um, normally, um, for police officers, applications comes uh, once in a year, and you're going to go through a selection process, medical assessment, and all those things. Then thereafter, you're going to be taken to a police training academy where you're going to be physically trained and mentally trained, meaning you're going to get your academic training and your physical training. It's a lot. You, you, you have your um, firearms uh, fundamentals that you need to go under training for. Um, you have to be physically fit. You run every day. Like your life is running. Um, you exercise a lot. Um, you are taught how to walk. You know, poli police officers have a way of walking, which is called drilling. You don't just walk anyhow. You walk left, right, left, right. Oh, I <laughs> that. I thought you were talking about like when they're walking, patrolling. I'm like, what? No. Yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. Left, right. Yeah. Left, right, left. Yeah. That, that's, that's basically your life at the police training college. You are taught how to talk, how to walk, how to eat. <laughs> yeah. How to eat. Yeah. <laughs> My mother must said me. Not how to eat as in how to how do you take food from the plate to your mouth, no. Oh, uh, then so my mother can't send me there. The, the <laughs> nature of food that you need to consume. 
Remember, oh. uh, um, uh, our uh, police minister, then he was uh, the general, uh, General Pekikele. Uh, he said, stomach in, chest out. So the reason why uh, there's a manner in which you need to follow a certain diet when you're at the police college is to preserve that stomach. It must always be in, not out. <laughs> okay, that must be quite hard when you're working all day. You need some food, you know, you need lots mm-hmm. of food. You can't have to like suck your tummy in then if you eat a lot of food, I guess. That is why there are professionals that ensures that you get the proper diet that is suitable for your training. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You don't just eat so anything. You don't even like, have to. You don't even have to do it yourself. No, your professionals do it for you. That's yeah. so you, cool. You you go to what we call a mess. Uh, a mess. Uh, it's 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 a canteen where you all sit and eat what is there for you. On let's let's say for argument's sake, Monday you'll be eating certain meal. Tuesday you'll be eating certain meal. That is now according to the training that has been designed for you guys. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And you, you said before that you have to go through like a medical... Yeah, medical assessment. Me, me, medical assessment. Mm. So if you, let's say, don't like pass that medical assessment, can you do like other things? Say what you... Can you do like what you do? Give information to the public because you don't necessarily need to... If do you it. do qualify, remember um, at the post differs. Uh, once the post is out looking for police officers, it will... Only focus on that. But once there's a post that says we're looking for um, admin clerks, we're looking for communications officers, then you have to have qualifications for that particular field. For example, if they're looking for communication officers, you need to have a relevant qualification that is in line with what they're looking for. I see. Okay. Mm. And do you always want to become a police officer? Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> what oh. happened is um I I I I wanted to become a graphic designer. Oh. So I That's quite a change. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> in college for about 8 months then I thought ah no this is not for me you know. Uh, but that happened after when I got dropped. I got marked when I was uh, on my way home. Um somebody decided to you know pull out a knife on me. Um, take my, I had that uh, Nokia 5110, I can still remember it. Um, oh, wow. Took my Nokia 5110, and I think I had about 40 bucks in, in my pocket, took that, you know. Then I struggled a lot in terms of getting assistance, you know. Then I thought, you know what, let me go and assist them by becoming a reservist. So I first started as a reservist, police reservist, because by then um, I was working for another company, cell phone uh, company. So then I joined um, and became um, a reservist. I think I've worked uh, with them for about nine years because I was a sergeant then. <laughs> worked with them for about nine years and then thereafter um, they decided to take me in. Hence I'm here now and I'm enjoying myself. Good. I'm glad. What is a reservist? You said something. A reservist. Res- um, it's it's another wing of the police uh, where we get uh, it's like a volunteering um, thing where you get um, people that works that would want to come and assist the police in their spare time. Oh, I see. But you also go under training so that you understand uh, what is expected of you. Um, you understand the code of conduct of, of, of the organization. You understand the law that you're going to be preaching out there. 
You know, you can't you, you can just grab anybody from the street and say, ah, you, you have spare time. Come, come join us and we give you uniform. You'll do a lot of mistakes. That's where now um, you'll find that we have a challenge of um, t- just taking people randomly. And at the end of the day, the day, people complain that the police are corrupt. Whereas you took somebody who's not employed, who's a bit hungry, maybe, you know, and you give him a uniform. And the th- first thing they think of is, ah, but I can make money out of this. You know, so that's why we, we, we encourage um, those who want to become reservists to be at least employed somewhere. You know, they mustn't depend on uh, becoming a reservist because there is no uh, any form of remuneration in, in regards with uh, becoming one. There's oh. no pay in short. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. See what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what are the different ranks of police officers? Ooh, like the one that I'm wearing now. It's called the constable rank, which is the first phase, um, the first rank, followed by a sergeant rank. Um, you'll see there's a small onion crown here, mm-hmm. the sergeant rank. This one of mine has alos. Can you see? Uh, there's a badge and alos, and then the sergeant rank. Where there are alos, there is a small onion, they call it what, hexagon or crown, something like that. <laughs> and then from there, you get what we call a warrant officer. A warrant officer, you'll see on the page, um, it has uh, the South African code of arms. That Ikle thing, it's there on the warrant officer's uh, um, rank insignia. Then after the warrant officer, you get what we call a captain. Now the rank moves from here, this, uh, here to your shoulder, on top of your shoulder, which is now a three star. You'll see the captain has, always has three stars. And it's uh, a, a very big rank with a bluish uh, thing that holds that those three stars. Thereafter, you get what we call a lieutenant colonel. A lieutenant colonel, you'll see there's a one star and a hexagon. I think it's called a hexagon. And after the lieutenant colonel, you get the full colonel, which is going to be two stars and a hexagon. After that, you get what we call a brigadier. Three stars and a hexagon. After the brigadier, you get a major general. There, now you'll see um, this uh, star, hexagon, and swords, cross swords. Then after major general, you get the lieutenant general. Then the national commissioner. Wow. Yeah. Quite a lot of ranks, eh? I'm yeah. Trying to I'm, I'm, I'm also thinking, like, <laughs> am I going to even reach there? Because it's like... Your stairs, but it's Not beautiful. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, to to look up to some some people that, um, you know, you from college uh, with, and they are already on certain ranks. It, it actually motivates you to 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 work more harder, to study more because you need to study a lot, um, so that you can at least be, uh, you know, promoted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Very cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, how do you reach those ranks? Like I said, um, sometimes if you're lucky enough um, um, through um, promotions, um, sometimes you'll be promoted. Um, sometimes um, if you study hard uh, and then um, there are applications for those particular uh, um, ranks or a post that has a higher rank than where you are, um, if you qualify, then you get promoted. For an example, I'm on a constable rank now. Um, if maybe tomorrow they were to advertise a post for a captain and I do qualify I can apply for it and then if I qualify then I'll become a captain 
Oh, wow. Mm. School, 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 school. School, 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 after the school, 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 school. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never stop learning. Never stop learning, that's true. Whether in school or out. And what type of criminal checks do you perform on prospective employees? Um, Once you are to be um, taken into the organization, you're going to be... Uh, you're going to be taken through what is called screening, where they're going to check if you don't have any criminal records. Any, regardless of what, you do not have to have a criminal record for you to become a police officer. Regardless of how big or small the, the crime was, you don't have to have a criminal record for you to become a police officer. And if you were, if you were cleared of that, if you were accused guilty and then like cleared, if you know what I mean? If you were accused and somehow acquitted, found, maybe they found that um, you did not commit that particular crime. Yeah. Then uh, as long as you have documentation that uh, would support that, um, I think they, they, they can look into that and, 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 and maybe absorb you. It, the bottom line here is we, 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 we don't want to employ people with criminal records because sometimes you'd employ people with criminal records thinking that they've learned from their mistake whereas you are taking criminals into the organization so we don't want to do that yes definitely not and they're like writing tests to check if you're lying or whatever do you do those also we do what we call aptitude test a psychometric test and not necessarily to check if you're lying uh, we, we they just want to check if y- your mental capacity is on a normal um, level level or standards, yeah. you know, um, you can be able to cope with what is going, to, what you're going to f- uh, face in, in in your line of duties. Yes, but we we don't do uh, polygraphy tests. No, we don't. We don't do that. I don't know how you pass that mental capacity test. Maybe it's because I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking with you. <laughs> no, it's cool. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad. And how long has there been a police force around? The South African Police Services. Yes. Um, if my memory serves me well, I think we are 105 years wow. this year. Yeah. Wow, that's that's big, eh? Yeah. Big number. Um, it, I think it was established in 1913, if if I'm correct. Oh, mm. okay. And what was the first country with a police force? The first country, I think it was England. England. Yeah, I think it was England. It was established around September the 29th, 1829. They started with what we call now a metropolis. Wow. And I did was, not expect you to know that. I that was say. in London. <laughs> I mean, maybe what, maybe what, which country, but the year it started, wow, yeah. very clever. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'll take back that thing that I said about the mental <laughs> capacity. No, the thing is, you you need to know your field. You know, it, w- once you are a police officer, you need to know the background of the organization. You need to know the background of the global um, history of uh, the service. Yeah. And do police forces of different countries ever join forces? Yes. Um, that's why we have... Um, your your Interpol international policing. Um, that's why you'll find South African police officers um, going to work in outside countries to do uh, peacekeeping uh, for United Nations or African Union. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's called Interpol. The Interpol one. It's Interpol. Yes. Okay. It's it's a, it's a, in an international uh, police organization. 
Okay, and what in what situations would you have to join forces, if you know what I mean? For an example, let's say um, you commit crime <gasps> um, in Venezuela. You're from yes. Venezuela, and then you decide to migrate or to run to South Africa. You choose South Africa as your hiding place. The police in uh, Venezuela will um, alert uh, Interpol that our fugitive um, seem to be in South Africa. Then Interpol will join forces with uh, the South African police services to look for you and arrest you. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. How did you know that I committed that crime? That is actually <laughs> crazy. The thing is, like, um, you must remember, um, crime does not uh, rot, if I may put it that way. You might commit crime today and think you got scot-free. Nobody knew about it. But eventually, somebody's going to know about it and somebody's going to look for you and you'll pay time for that. Yeah. That is why sure. we have um, our um, special uh, uh, um, uh, specialized uh, 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 units um, that would actually, your crime intelligence, that would actually uh, work around the clock to ensure that um, they trace you. Um, if maybe we, they were to use um, your um, DNA evidence, they're going to do that, use DNA evidence to trace you. Okay. Mm. Well, now you made me really scared because I committed a crime like maybe two years ago. In Venezuela, <laughs> two years ago. Okay. We're now going to have a song and we'll be right back. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Bria Cat and I'm 11 years old. I have Constable Lucky Mantu. Matome. Matome. Oh, yeah. sorry, Matome. That was completely wrong. You went to. Chabalala, Mamsima. Chabalala, Mamsima. You went for it. Matume. Correct. Matume in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to three four five one nine or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. You can also call on O one O one four O three O two O. Now let's carry on with the cut questions, Constable Lackey. Okay. What do you love most about your job? Um one my uniform, no, uniform, it's beautiful. Like South yes, African Police Service uniform, it's beautiful. Secondly, to interact with um, different people on daily basis. Um, so you like me, hey? Yeah, very much. <laughs> I can I can even try and uh, mimic you. Hi, my name is Lakima Tume and I'm very old. <laughs> All right. And then secondly, um, what I like most about my job is, you know, when sometimes you say things on radio, um, that would actually assist somebody that was in dire need of assistance or an advice, you know. Sometimes you don't have to have police officers knocking on your door to assist, but using platforms like radio, it helps a lot. It does, I think. <laughs> and what is the most difficult part of your job? Mm, sh honestly speaking, um, is to deal with um, negative publicity, where the story is out there and you know it's not true and people are putting it to you that it is true. Oh, yeah. The police did one, two, three, four, and you know 
they did not do that. And you try to, you know, to put the record straight. And ah, media was like, no, 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 chief. Your guys did that, <laughs> you know. That's the most difficult part uh, of, of, of my job, my personal um, uh, task as a communication officer. But I think a most difficult job uh, or part of the job that could any police officer face is to be marked by criminals simply oh, because yeah. they just want to get hold of your firearm, to be killed by criminals simply because they don't want you to arrest them. I think that is the most difficult thing that police officers face on a daily basis. Because when you walk on the street, you don't know if somebody's looking at you as somebody that is there to help or as a potential firearm carrier that can be used for other things. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm, that's interesting, hey? Very difficult. Interesting. Yeah. And can you describe your typical day? Mm, do I have one? <laughs> okay, um, my day um, starts in the morning, half past seven, go to work, parade, um, get to know what is expected of me, go through um, my emails and check what are the inquiries, what is there for me to handle, um, liaise with my uh, provincial office in terms of communication, if there's something that needs to be done from our side. Um, ensure that uh, if there were meetings that uh, were, were supposed to be attended by ourselves, ensure that uh, we do follow-ups on those meetings. Um, if there are queries that we had from the community members from previous meetings, ensure that we do follow-ups on, on those uh, um, queries or complaints. Um, ensure that uh, all my, my police officers at my stations, my station are professional enough because remember, I'm the custodian of the image of the organization. Hmm. Wow. All communication officers are. Because we market and sell the organization. So we need to ensure that when you come to my police station, you get the best treatment ever. And the police officer that is attending to you must be professional at all times. I think it's also difficult to look at the complaints, eh? How can you say that? What? I'm not... You, 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 what I normally tell my colleagues is don't become part of the problem. Assist in getting the solution to the problem. Because remember, people that come to the police station, in most cases, something wrong happened to them. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they are grieved, they are angry because crime, or they were the victims of crime. So you need to understand the frustrations that they have. So that's why I'm saying don't be part of the problem. Be a solution towards solving the problem. Yeah, I'm going to say this again. I'm definitely going to take back what I said about you, about your mental capacity earlier today. So in police language, you were calling me a 064. A 064 is a person that has a mental disability. That's a code in the police language. Cool. You taught me another thing for like a secret language. <laughs> no, the secret languages that little friends have, especially when they're younger, I have to say. <laughs> Um, how does it feel to wake up every day knowing that your life might be endangered? You know, when I when I took um, oath of office, um, I knew that I'm taking something that I'm, I'm going to put my life out there. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to be that person that people will be, you know, pointing at, um, staring at, you know. So um, I guess you have to have a very thick skin. You know, uh, be professional at all times. 
That is why when you look at our uh, um, patch, we've got uh, a flower that is called, uh, and it's a national flower, an aloe. Uh, an aloe is uh, adaptable to any situation. Dry, wet, sunny, mm. sandy. That's a police officer for you. You need to be adaptable to any situation. Wow, that's interesting, eh? Very. Very interesting concept. Um, do you go, do you like patrol and things like that or not? I used to do that before I became a, um, a communications officer. I was uh, a member of uh, the station's uh, tax team. Um, I was doing uh, more of your um, serious uh, crimes, you know, when there's uh, like uh, your in-progress crimes, you know, like if they say uh, there's a housebreaking taking place at such and such, there's a robbery, we, we would uh, attend to that. That's where I broke my arm. So, Ooh. yeah, that's, I mean, when you are a soccer player, you must expect that somebody's going to kick you. When, uh, uh, when you I are a police so. officer, you must expect that somehow you're going to get hit, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, did you ever have, I'm going to call it a close call on a mission? Yeah. You did? Yeah, twice. Twice? Yeah. One was at Cajiso. Uh, when we were chasing after um, a group of guys that robbed um, a woman uh, of her money. And when we were about a few meters actually away from them, they started shooting at us. And I could literally hear, you know, the the, the, the sound of a projectile. You, you call them bullets. Passing me. You know that sound? Oh, my gosh. You that know, must we, have been really scary. We had to... Um, jump out of the car so that we can take cover and the car is still in motion. We had to retaliate, yeah. you know, by shooting back. Um, the second one, um, it was a robbery that took place in um, a town called Western Area in the West End where a shop was robbed. Uh, it was a business robbery. So the officers from Western Area were chasing the suspect into Pakistan. So I barricaded the road using the police uh, vehicle. But those guys decided to just come straight at us. So I had to imagine I had to dive into the bushes. Oh, <laughs> wow. That but, yeah. would been like a 3D movie. Oh, the bushes are coming closer. Wait, we in them. <laughs> it happens. You know, you, you need, that's why I said to you, you need to be always on your toes. You need to be alert. You need to know what's happening um, around you. You need to be wide awake. If you sleep, ish, we'll come and sing Amagugu in the cemetery for you. <laughs> But that's what we don't want, you know. We we, we want um, uh, to have um, to sustain our police officers. We want to see them grow within the organization and go and pension and enjoy their pension with their families. We don't want to bury police officers. Can I try to see if you're alert? Can I try like sometime? You know, this pen is quite sharp. Can I? You want can to, I try? You want to pierce my eye? <laughs> I want to see if you're alert. Maybe you're not so alert. Be careful if that happens, I might decide to arrest you because that could be an offense. Really? Yes. Uh, then I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> well, definitely not on the radio when everyone can hear. Uh, if, if we're live, ne? If, we, if we're streaming live ne? On, 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 on YouTube or something, I was, I was going to arrest you now so that people can see. But how can you arrest me? I haven't even done it yet. Yeah, you are tempted to. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, you I don't know. arrest kids. Kids are lovely, beautiful human <laughs> beings, you know, especially well, the 11 year old ones. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, we're doing, doing quite a lot of serious stuff here, eh? Let's do something but less serious. What is the funniest thing that's happened in your job? Funniest? Mm hmm. 
Funny. Is there such thing as funny in being a police officer? There are funny moments. Um, but I can't remember one because there's so many things that happened in my life, you know. Um, I think, okay, like I said, um, before the interview, I'm also a musician. Um, and I, I think I was booked at the Rand Stadium for the National Police Day. Mm-hmm. Was it the National or Provincial Police Day? So the stage was very high mm-hmm. and the crowd was like down there. Damn. So I tried to, to jump off the stage so that I can interact more with my crowd. So I landed wrong. You know, so, <laughs> so I fell, but now, because now you, when you are an entertainer, you need to be smart, you know. I fell, but I made like it was a move, a dance move, you know, like a slide. <laughs> but yeah, so many things happened, like in, in my life, man. Funny, good ones, bad ones, you know, but I'm still here. Wow, that, that must have been very funny. Do you have a video I'd like to see it? <laughs> no, I don't have a video of that. Uh. <laughs> Where would you like to be in five years' time? In five years' time, uh, in the police, because now I'm studying, um, I think I will be a brigadier. Remind me where, where that is in the ranks. Okay, it's like surgeon, warrant, captain, lieutenant colonel, colonel, brigadier. Six places from where I am. Oh, wow. I don't know if you're going to make it, I must say. I will. You will? I will. Good. Definitely. I will. That's why I'm Good studying. Luck. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And what cases should one call the police? Come again. In what cases should one call the police? If crime has been committed, um, if you feel that your life is under immediate threat, um, if somebody is stalking you, um, let's say for argument's sake you're from school and you're working home, walking home and you see this guy or these people are following you, um, you can ask any other person to assist you by calling the police. Um, if, for an example, maybe your parents are fighting at home and you are hiding under the bed, you can steal your phone and call 10111 and ask the police to come to your house and assist your parents are having an argument, the police will come. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, but what you mustn't do is to go to a public phone or use your parents' phone and uh, do your prank calls. Call the police for nothing. Just say, ah, the house is on fire, but where's, there's nothing burning, you know. No, you definitely we, mustn't do yeah, that. We mustn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I have trust in the uh, High Kids show. They will never do that. Yay, thank you. I guess you really don't know us. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Guys, please don't do that. That's, yeah, that's quite serious. It's one thing to call Macellos and ask them to make you a hundred pizzas, mm. but it's a very different thing to mm. to call the police. Very different. Sometimes you can call us and say, thank you for being there for us, for keeping us safe. We really want to hear that. Good. Okay. Well, now I have, and now I can direct my friend that I'm going to call the police if she follows me at school. That is really cool. I never know, knew that. You can't do that. That's your oh friend. Gosh. Oh gosh! You can't do such things to your friend. Oh, I guess so. Okay. You you remember your friend might be the friend in need one day. You might need your friend. So yes. if you take her to jail, you might have find yourself in a situation where only that particular friend could have assisted you in that particular situation. I'm not going to really take her to jail. I'm just going to threaten her so she doesn't follow me. 
No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm totally not going to do that. Just, just politely tell her, listen, I don't like it when you follow me. And I just might call the police. <laughs> 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 okay. And what is the number to dial? Okay. Um, the toll-free number is 0860 Too long. I'll just forget about it. Just use 10 triple one. <laughs> Yeah, that's easy. My mother told me that when I was younger. Don't send a please call. Hmm? Call it, not please call us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on Car Kids and teaching us more about being a police officer. Thank you to my guests for coming on Car Kids. And thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Car Kids show, only on 101.9 High FM. This has been Car Kids for Kids. Bye, kids.